world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, loaded for bear this morning. We got a lot of stuff. A lot of a lot of stuff. Whirlwind tour to Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the Clay Clark. Clay Clark had an event. We brought in podcasters from all across America, and uh, so I spent the weekend. Left uh, th- those of you who've been watching watch the show was on the road Thursday and and Friday. And thanks for all of you who covered for me for keeping that thing up and running. We didn't miss the show, and uh, got got home uh, early. Afternoon yesterday, whirlwind tour. I want to thank Randy and Kay for being such great hosts and hostesses to me. Kay's the closest thing to my wife I've ever met, I think. They both just want to serve people and they gave me, uh, they took me around, fed me, nice to me, appreciate them. Got them to see Paul. Good to see you, Paul. Sorry we didn't get to spend more time. I met Roy Jones. He's a new listener, Roy and his wife. We went out to a lunch real quick yesterday for we dinner, maybe whatever. I don't remember. It's a whirlwind. But uh, oh man, had had a had had a great weekend. I want to fill fill you in with some of that stuff. Uh, fill you in with a lot more stuff. Steve Deck's happy. I met Julie Green. I'm, I got to uh, spend some time with Mike Lindell. I spent some time with General Flynn. Blah, 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 on and on and on. So uh, rubbing shoulders. I, I often tell Michelle, it's it's sometimes I find myself how did how did I ever get in? A, how did I start to rub shoulders with Mike Lindell? How that how could the pillow guy? I actually get to talk to the pillow guy. Yeah, yeah. General Flynn. Yeah, that yeah, that Luciferian General Flynn. We got to talk, got to talk to him. Uh got to yeah. Yeah. A lot going on, friends. A lot going on. And uh, you know, we get in a lot of trouble. It's like the commentary that I wrote the other day. We get in a lot of trouble when we judge another man's heart. Because there are there are there are um people right now, probably on Facebook, maybe even watching right now, say, I knew coach. I knew Dobby when. <laughs> Woo! That's a wild and crazy boy. I knew I knew Dobby back there. Oh wow, huh? He's what? He's a Christian? You kidding me? I don't know about you, but Jesus Christ is a transforming power. Almost, friends, irresistible, irresistible transforming. Can I tell you why I know? I know he transformed Stephanie. I know he transformed Reggie. I know he transformed Mark Trump. I know he transformed. I could go down the list. Anybody else say he transformed me? Transformed me? Transformed me. He transformed me. And the opinions that you may run into other people who have opinions about me say, you better not trust him. Hey, I run into it every day. You better not trust him. Well, you don't know what's been going on in my heart. And you don't have any idea what the Holy Spirit's able to do in another man's heart, even if they're serving Lucifer. That was the whole point I made about about, uh, Ye Ye and and, uh, Musk. 
Lord can hey, Lord can use anybody. Lord can transform anybody's life. Lord is all powerful, friends. All powerful. So uh, I want you to know that I rubbed elbows with a lot of folks this weekend. It was a, it was a it was a conference of of podcasters. That's what it was. Everybody there that was there had a podcast. I left there. I don't know some of them. I do know some of them. I know others. I don't know. I don't know anything about them other than they were all podcasters. But here was the thing that is most disappointing. Hang on. This is just kind of off the, off the cuff. I got to get this out, out. This is what's, um, again, I see this. And thank God for Clay Clark for having us there. They fed us. They didn't charge us a dime. They fed us. But the, the focus of the event was this. How to, are you ready? This is not criticism. How to build and grow a podcast. It's really, really important because as I've told you here, one of the things that's unique about here at Coach Dave Live, I don't do any commercials. I don't have any supporters. You are our supporters. You are, our, if you guys stop giving, I don't know what happens, right? I don't know what happens. Don't charge anything. Don't run commercials. None of that stuff, right? So this whole event was, was, was training on how to make your podcast profitable. And I said to Randy a number of times, who was with me, I said, Randy, I'm a ministry. I'm not running a business. I'm running a ministry. Can, can you guys imagine me running down through this thing? Say, oh, hey, but, hey, wait a minute. Time out. Uh, my slippers. You want some good slippers? Hey, you want some good sheets? It would break the whole flow of what we do here. I can't, I can't do that. Do I need underwriters? Of course we need underwriters. Do I need sponsors? Of course. It costs money to do what I do. Yes, 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 yes. But see, the focus of the event was, and it was, again, clean, clear-hearted, clean-hearted. The purpose of the event was to help others build a podcast, a profitable podcast to save America. Well, I don't want to save America. I do. I want to build a kingdom. I want to expand the kingdom. My approach, I felt the whole time, my approach is different. I loved everything I was hearing and the testimonies and how you do this and how you do. I loved all that, but I'm building a kingdom. I'm not trying to save America. We're going to save America by building a kingdom. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. And I'm telling you, not everybody understands that, folks. Not everybody understands it. I want to expand a kingdom. I want to sell my pillows, although I might have to. I might have to because, you know, it's profitable. I mean, I, I, I I don't know. But again, the thing that I left them most frustrated with, and if Randy was, Randy's probably driving down the road in his truck and, uh, right now, probably. The, the, the point I kept saying to Randy is we need multiplication of effort, not duplication. Oh, that's a, that's a mic drop, Clay. We need multiplication of, of impact, not duplication. And what's going on in that room that I was in all weekend is everybody is doing their own thing. There is no multiplication, or in other words, connecting and working together. I'm going to tell you this, friends. I don't even think they think that way. I don't think they're, I don't think they're misguided. I don't think they're evil. I think they don't even see it. And I'm listening the whole time that we're there, and it was great presentations. It was all great stuff. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking around, and I'm saying, dude, there are 250 bombs in this room, 250 different podcasters. We are the media. We are the media. And we don't even know each other. We don't even know how to work together. 
If I was running the event, that's what the whole thing would have been. Come on, not help you build your podcast. How do we multiply effort, not duplicate it? Anybody picking up what I'm, I'm so frustrated? I'm still frustrated because that's what I see everywhere I go. The power in that room of the number of people that are being reached through different podcasts is unbelievable. Are we working together? Are we duplicating effort or multiplying effort? It might give me a thumbs up. You know what I'm talking about? Boom. And, they, and, and they don't get it. I got a different perspective on Clay Clark. God bless Clay Clark and his heart. I heard his heart. And I mean, he, I got to know who he is a little bit. Now I see the track that he's running down. And the Apostle Paul said, this one thing I do, right? This one thing I do. And now I see this one thing that Clay does. I see it. He builds businesses. I get it. Okay, I get it. I'm not building a business. I'm expanding a kingdom. They're not the same, see? They're not the same. They're not the same. And I, and this isn't sounding harsh. Is it? I'm trying to paint a picture for you. So the average person in that room, the 250 people in that room, I haven't forgotten you, Myra. The average person in that room is interested in building their platform, maybe not financially, although some probably want to make money, but I think everybody's building it for the same reason. They want to save America. They want impact. They want to expand and have greater impact. That's what I want to do. I want to have greater impact. But you don't have greater impact by duplication of effort. You do it by multiplication of effort. There ought to be cross-pollinization. I ought to be on every one of their podcasts. They ought to be on my podcast. We ought to do cross Right. But see, at the end of the now, maybe I'm going to get it because he's going to send us an email with all the stuff we talked about. Maybe I'm going to get an email of everybody was there. That would be a good place to start. Do I have the email and the link of every podcaster that was there? I I still don't know who they are. I I wore a badge, said Coach Dave. Coach Dave Live. I I made my own, wrote it in Coach Dave Live. What does that mean? Coach Dave Live. So I was greatly, greatly encouraged. I'm glad I went. It wasn't a waste of time. Randy was really, Randy and Kay were really, really nice to me. I didn't have to stay in a hotel. All that stuff it was all really, really good. The traveling sucks. I ran into Sheila home. God bless Sheila. She's, boy, she's a, she's a trooper working hard. No, she didn't speak. Uh, no, she didn't speak. And and uh, that's a whole different story. I know it bore, I know it kind of bores you guys. But I, I came away with some good stuff I want to share with you here today, okay? And uh It'll all tie together. I promise you it's going to all tie together. Myra, go ahead and pray us in here real quickly if you could. Good morning, Harold. The reading today will be uh, from Matthew 27, 2 through 5. And when they had bound him, they laid him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought against the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they say, what is that to us? Mm, boy, oh boy. See thou to that? And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Wow. Holy Spirit, 
you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you, our released anointing that destroys the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, pull up the Tracy vid. I want to brag on Tracy a, a little bit. I know she doesn't want to be. Uh, uh, Tracy, I want you to know I, so, I was so blessed by this. Tracy put her testimony. Happy anniversary to me and the Lord above. She put it on. Uh, just hang on a second. Uh, hey, folks, the Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And I, I am more convinced than ever that there are many people sitting in the church who are not saved. Now, wait a minute. They're saved. Maybe maybe they're saved, but they're not converted. They don't understand what it's about. They don't get it. And I was watching uh, this, just, just play a minute or so of this, of Tracy yesterday just testifying. You, you tell me that you tell me this girl isn't saved, huh? I'm so proud of you, Tracy. It's so it's so encouraged me. Good, just play a minute, Tracy. Yesterday, hello. Today marks the second anniversary of the day that changed my life forever, December eleventh, twenty twenty. The Lord knew I was ready. He knew I was searching for something different, and He knew that I could handle what was to come. During a time like this, when he put me in a van full of strangers heading to D.C. to pray over our nation's capital, pray against the evil that has been taken, taking over that area and our country for a very long time. It ended up being Coach Dave Daubenmeyer and a, and a convoy of members from all over the country of Past Assault Ministries. The Lord knew I was ready to turn my life over to him and do what he has asked of me through his word in the King James Bible. He knew I was Amen. ready okay. to learn. Listen, Tracy, I love I was... you. Put it, in the, put it in the chat so people can follow. Folks, listen, you got to tell somebody. I know this girl's saved. I know she's saved. Why? Because she's testifying. What? Yes, she's testifying of the power of Jesus Christ. It's a testimony. That's what they call it, a testimony. And you know what? I wonder. Uh, wonder. Wanna. Wanna. You wanna. You wanna do a little bit of sifting and sorting and searching. Just run into people and ask them this. Tell me when you got saved. <laughs> Most of them will just look at you like, "Huh? I was born Christian. I've, I've gone to church my whole life, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." So Tracy, I want you to know that you encourage me. Stay, go back to my home page. Go back to my Facebook page here, real quick, Spence. Uh, you were there. Uh, that's, that's Tracy's page. Go into mine real quick. Go down to. I'm going to show you something. Uh, go down. Go down. Go. Oh, I got to show you that. I'll get to it. There it is. This one made everybody mad. There's me and me and General Flynn. And I'll, t- I'll tell you this about General Flynn. Uh, I think something going on. Six months ago, I was with General Flynn. He ain't the same guy. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's fooling me. Ain't the same guy. Ain't the same guy. Anyways, get off of that. Coach, what else do you have? Do that. Do that. Uh, oh, I got to show you this real quick. A lot of stuff. Hang on. I'm going someplace. Pull up the Advocate Mound picture. Folks, this is so cool. This is so cool. This is on our local newspaper here. M- many of you know about the Nephilim Mounds and the Giants and yada, 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 right? Well, just today on our local Newark Advocate, uh, open up the homepage, and what do you see on the Newark Advocate? That's not it. That's not it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh heck! I thought I sent you the link. I did send you the link, but I didn't. 
Huh? No, that's not it. Do you have a link you can just click on, or is that what it brings up? Yeah, yeah, that's what it brings up. Daggone. They have a great picture of the mounds, the circle mounds. I want you to see it, see if I can find it real quick. I mean, it was their lead story the other day. Where'd that thing go? All right, I'll, I'll find it and get it to you tomorrow. Sorry, sorry about that one. Uh, go ahead, Mel. Go ahead quickly. Yeah, as you were talking about the weekend, it, you know, it's those people siloed up, isn't it, Coach? You know, it, it's just everywhere, everybody working separately. Yep. And so we're just trying to figure out a way to work together. So I've been making some connections, and um, there's a there's another podcast effort that's coming up um, that I'll be giving you more information as I know a little bit more about it. It's with um, Scott Kesterson and Bards FM. So I'll um, update you as soon as I know more. Yeah, thanks. Because I'm telling you, there. Nah, that's not it. Well, that's good, though. That's not the one I was looking for. Thanks, Spence. We'll, we can get off that. I'll, I'll find it later, and, and I'll get it to you. By the way, uh, those of you out there in prayer country, prayer country, uh, Stephanie, our former uh, pagan friend, um, her, uh, her boyfriend, fiance, lost his son yesterday, 28-year-old son. And so uh, if you could just keep keep Stephanie and that and all of those folks in prayer, I don't know if you could get anything find out anything more devastating than that. So want you to be aware of that. Look at this. I want to see. Uh, oh yeah, I got to show you something here. Are y'all sitting down? Pull up. Uh, uh, science is about power. Pull that up, Spence. You guys know who Yuval is, right? The New World Order guy. The new uh, Klaus Schwab's. Uh, Right hand man, are you are you guys sitting down? Because remember this, what I say here all the time it's about truth. It's about truth. It's about truth. We can't believe something in the Bible just because somebody told us. Uh-uh. It's about truth. It's about truth. And uh, listen to what Yuval Yuval Noah Harari. That right there scares me. Right, he's going to tell you the truth, folks. Science isn't about. Truth, science is about power out of his own mouth. Go ahead and play it. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. It was the highest priority of some individuals, but never of society as a whole, because society as a whole does not function on the basis of truth. And if you take two of the most powerful institutions of, of, of humankind, let's think about science and the scientific community, and let's think about religion and churches and so forth, I think that none of them has truth as their chief value. As individuals, yes, but as institutions, no. I think the chief value of science is power, and the chief value of religion is uh, order, it's organization. Religion is all about having order in society, and science is mainly about gaining power gaining power over the world. They use truth to some extent on the way to achieving power or to achieving uh, order, but this is not say, their say highest a bit more about Say more a bit power, about power. What, what do you mean? I think science as an institution is interested in gaining the power, the, to gain control over the world, to be able science. to gain control over diseases, over the human body, over the environment, over rivers and animals and forests. I mean, when you have two, um, you submit a grant to somebody who finds, I mean, it all comes down to money in, in many cases. 
uh, in order to have an institution, if you're a freelance scientist, you just explore the truth, okay. But as an institution, as a university, you, you, need, re you need money to finance. You, you, so you submit, a research, you, you, you submit a research grant. And you have to convince the authority not of the truth. You have to convince the authorities that what you want to do will somehow make us more powerful. Will somehow oh, okay, you can stop, okay? So it's not about we'll truth. We're, 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 hey, folks, out of the devil's own mouth, they're telling us, right? Science isn't about truth. Science is about power. Because how do we know? All scientists know, all of them know, an unborn baby is a human being. They all know that. They all know it's alive. They all know it. But see, Amen. they don't care about truth. They care about power. He just told us. Global warming isn't about saving the earth. It's about power so they can control you. Do you understand? Government isn't about truth. Government is about power. We're finally hearing Amen. this out of their own mouth. By the way, can I say this? Big religion isn't about truth. It's about power. Huh? It's about money and power. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's about. And the sooner we understand, I got some great stuff to show you today. Rod, come in real quick, and Dr. Paul, and then I got some stuff to show you. Come on, Rod. Get on mute. Might be listening on the delay. Go ahead, Paul. Come on in, Paul. And then, Rod, if you can, Rodney, go ahead and uh, unmute yourself. Go ahead, Paul. So how, how all this works, Coach, is exactly the way you said it. I had no idea the first time I came on this show what the word testimony meant. That's exactly what I did. Amen. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? They overcame it by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. Oh, I could, don't get me going on that one because that's not on the agenda today, right? The battle is and has always been over truth and lies. The devil is a liar from the beginning. Jesus is the truth. That's the battle. That is the battle. Boom. Truth and lies. Truth and lies. Truth and lies. They're lying to you in your church. They're giving you half truths in your church. You say, oh, well, coach, what, uh, are you the guy who determines truth? No, I'm on a relentless pursuit of the truth. I'm the guy that asks the questions. I'm the guy that exposes the lies. I don't know all the truth. But I know this. A lot of the stuff they're telling you ain't true. I'll tell you that. You still want to try to get in, Rod? Let's move on. Let's go to, uh, uh, okay, propaganda. I'm going to show you. I want to, I want to run down a list of things here real, real quickly, okay? These are all really, really quick, but I want to show you. Propaganda. The news media is not about the truth. You guys know that, right? They're about, they're about an agenda, not about the truth. Put this a 1.5. I'm going to show you three clips here real quick. Coach, what's the theme? You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So if they tell you lies, then it's not freedom, is it? So if the truth makes you free, lies make you bondage. Yes? No. Truth makes you free. Lies put you in bondage. Truth makes you free. Lies put you in bondage. Two minutes and 18 seconds. You're sitting down. Huh? We're still believing these guys. We're still paying these guys. We're still following these guys. They're still in charge of these guys. Why would anybody believe any of these guys? Two minutes and 18 seconds. Go ahead. 
during 2021, we should be able to manufacture a lot of vaccines. And, and that no, vaccine- Stop a minute. Uh, keep- stop a minute. Stop a minute. I want you to keep watching the date, okay? Keep watching the date up in the right-hand corner, all right? Now, listen, this is slow. This is low. Play it at regular speed. That's too fast. Play it at a regular speed. Yeah, there you go. Okay, keep watching the dates. Watch the lies. Go ahead. Key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting That's themselves, the but reducing their transmission. Uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We can kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot on, then use that on, person to go anywhere else. Stop it. Folks, remember, it's not about truth. It's about power. Go ahead. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, If you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. I think given the country as a whole, the fact that we have now about 50% of adults fully vaccinated and about 62% of adults having received at least one dose as a nation, I I'm, I feel fairly certain you're not going to see the kind of surges mm-hmm. we've seen in the past. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be an ICU unit and you're not going to die. You're okay. You're not going to, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Remember, it's not about the truth. It's about power. Not about the truth. It's about power. Play C. Play bombshell. Stay with me here. I'm going to connect some dots. Go ahead. Play the next one, Espence. Hey, buddy. Welcome to the Jimmy Dore Show. I'm here with Ron Placone. Hey, Ron. Hey, I'm sorry. Start at the two-minute, 10-second mark and play to 1.5 speed. Sorry, I didn't have this ready, folks. Here we go. Go ahead. Let's figure this out, and they put this together. Here we go. Donald Trump's done. He's done. There's no question about that. He's done. Breaking news. A bombshell. Today is a turning point. Today was historically bad for President Trump. Today was a turning point. A turning point. We're at a turning point here. The beginning of the end for the Trump presidency. The beginning of the end. And breaking news. We have another bombshell. Mike Pence might have to assume the office of the presidency. The call for impeachment. Rumblings of the word impeachment. Breaking news. Another bombshell out of the White House. I believe this is the beginning of the end. I do too. It's really the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. He may be feeling the walls closing in on him. All the walls closing in on him. The walls closing in on him. Breaking news. A new bombshell. One astrologer says this means the beginning of the end for President Donald Trump. The beginning of the end of the Trump presidency. Trump will 
resign. Trump is going to resign. Is this the tipping point? I know we've said it over and over. You think this is a tipping point? And over and over. This is a tipping point. And over and over. Breaking news, President Trump off the rails. This is the beginning of the end today. It's the beginning of the end. It reminds me a lot of the last days of Nixon. Breaking news tonight, new bombshell. This is the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The walls are closing in. The walls closing in. The walls closing in. Breaking overnight bombshell. This is a very dramatic day, and I think it might be near a tipping point. Do you think this is a tipping point? This is unbelievable. This is remarkable. Have you ever seen anything like this? His presidency is crippled. December 1st, 2017, you can mark it down. This is the day that everything changed. We begin with... Mark it down. <laughs> you can mark it down. We're not even into the new year. We're yet. not even to 2018. And none of these people are embarrassed. None of them are embarrassed. None of them are ridiculed. None of them are called conspiracy theorists. None of them. You know why? Because they're the establishment doing it. But you say one thing against this. They literally, if you debunk this conspiracy theory, they'll literally call you a conspiracy theorist for not buying into this. That's how effed up things are. There's more to this. Let's watch. The bombshell. The beginning of the end. 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 In fact, if this were a football game, we're in the third quarter. May even be the beginning of the end. We begin tonight with a bombshell. Donald Trump is in a lot of trouble. Trump is in trouble. The president will resign. Another hour, another bombshell. This is a tipping point. Trump's going down. This president could be impeached. I do not think the president will serve out his term. Resignation. Resignation. I don't think this president is going to serve out his term. Mr. Trump will not serve out his term. He will not serve out his term. No way. No how. Breaking news. Absolute bombshell. I think Donald Trump is in trouble. Donald Trump is not. He's done. And it's over. It's over. Walls closing in. The walls closing in. This is going to be the Achilles Hill. Breaking news tonight. I expect Trump to depart. This week will be the watershed week. Trump is in big trouble. Trump's in a lot of trouble. It's the sign of a terrified old man who feels the walls closing in. The walls are increasingly closing in on him. Tonight the walls are closing in. Today changed everything. This is the beginning of the end. Today the biggest tipping point for the Trump administration. What a historic day. The bombshells, uh, they fell. It's entropy and it's crumbling internally. He's underwater. He feels the walls closing in. Could his testimony be a turning point? We may be at a tipping point. It's the beginning of the, the end. The beginning of the end. Another bombshell. 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 This is a bombshell. It is a bombshell. I'm beginning to resent the word bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plowing down. Is that unbelievable? Are you, huh? Are they call it programming for re- one more. One more. Let's go to the uh, same. That be go to B. Go to B. All right, go to B. Huh? Hey, folks, listen, listen. It's not about truth. It's about power. Oh wait, hang on, hang on. All together now. It's not about truth. It's about power. Let's all get ready. I'm going to count three, and we're all going to say it. One. Two, three. It's not about truth. truth. It's about power. It's not about truth. It's about power. Okay? And much of what's going on in the American church is not about truth. It's about power. Go ahead and play this. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 
This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. There you go, huh? What's that again? It's not about the truth, it's about power. It's not about the truth, it's about power. It's not about the truth, it's about power, okay? Okay, hang on. I know some of you want to get in here. Hang on, I got got to give you one more thing. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, I'm going to read this. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up here, okay? <clears throat> Can you make it a little bit okay? Scroll on down. Oh my goodness, this is so deep and so uh, there's so much to this. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints, which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us from the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redeemed us through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. Boy, if I could piece all the, take the time to piece all this together. That in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in all, in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, even in him. A connection, connection, in whom also we have been obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. I'm going somewhere. Hang on in whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth. You see that? That the gospel of your salvation, in whom also that ye believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Folks, not until you received the truth, you weren't. Not until you received the truth, which is the earnest of our inheritance, Earnest means our reward unto the redemption of the purchased possessions unto the praise of his glory. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, Tracy, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. If you notice, haven't been hardly any periods yet. Okay, now hang on. Here's where I'm going. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of who he is, of who he, a spirit that God would, after all that other stuff they just talked about, that he would give you a spirit of the wisdom and revelation and just who the heck he is. That the eyes of your understanding, what, your understanding has eyes? What? Somebody says your eyes need to be opened need to be woke, right? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints and what is his exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according 
to the working of his power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And are you ready? Set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. So there must be one coming that ain't this one and have put all things under his feet right now, everything under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, dare I say it, not his bride, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Oh, I'm feeling this. Wait a minute. Go to the next one, because remember the letter is written not in chapters. Just forward to the next one. What's it say? Wherein, and you hath he quickened. You hath he quickened, which were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. We know who that is. You ain't walking after him anymore, folks. When you receive Christ, you ain't walking after the prince of the power of this air. That spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also We all had our conversations in time past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as of God who is rich in mercy, who has great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness through, through, <laughs> toward us through Jesus Christ. For by grace, through faith, for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourself, the gift of God, not of works, let any man show. I go on and on and on and on and on. Jesus Christ has all power and all authority here and now, right now. And we just read that it's through his body he's supposed to expand. And the church won't get involved. (laughs) The church won't get involved. You know why the church won't get involved? Because they got a different agenda. They're after power. They're not after truth. Huh? Oh, yeah, go question your pastor. See if you think I'm wrong. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, say, say something that goes against, the, goes against the standard, the status quo. See what happens to you. Why? Because they're after power. They're not after truth. Hey, I don't care what you think. I am squatting over today, baby. That is the problem. Amen. The battle for truth. And the other side's trying to get power. Come on in, Roger. Oh, bring me in later. I don't want to change the topic. (laughs) Midwest sign words. Come on in, man. Get on mute. Wow. Coach, Coach, you just nailed this. So you started out with this whole deal about, you know, the the conference on the podcasting and what everybody's doing. We're trying to get more information. You know, Clay's objective is to help people build their business, right? Yep, it's about yep. getting this information out there. And even though they're bringing truthful information, it, whenever you read from Ephesians, keep in mind information, it's, it contains a lot of deception if you don't have the key. 
you read Ephesians. So what is the key? It, it's, it is Christ, and yet it's not knowing about him. It's being in him. And that's what you're going through right there. If you're in him, you're going to start getting the truth. So the truth isn't in, it's not in the information. It's in the relationship and the quality of that relationship, right? Amen. It's Christ a, it's not about in me. It's the Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me to do his work. Good yeah. Lord, help so, us. So, so, so let's look at the people. Let's look at the bots, so the, the observers that may be watching your webcast to pick out, you know, who are the bad guys here for the, for the deep state? Who's a threat to them? If you're watching this and you don't understand this, I mean, you're lost and you're deceived. And, the, and we're talking about the deceived and the damned in this case. If you're watching this webcast as a snoop, you've got one hope for your life. And if you, if you want power, it's not in getting a promotion and trying to bring down somebody in this webcast. It's about finding out who Christ is and drop, and giving up your life to, to get the real deal. The real deal is the, is the wealth and, and the, uh, the truth that you find in him. So you're being invited or you're being convicted right now, right now to let go and figure it out and receive what's been done for you. Amen. And the power that is now inside of you, by the way, Spencer, go back to Ephesians one, the last verse. And have put all things under his feet. Hey, wait a minute. Would that be the government under his feet? Would that be Hollywood under his feet? Would that be uh, homosexuality under his feet? Would that be uh, the IRS under his feet? Having put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. And by the way, the church is not what we think of a church. The church is the the gathering of the saints in general. You are the church. It isn't a building. It isn't a place you go. It isn't a place with smoke screens and parking lots. But you are the church. And he gave that power as the head over all things to those who believe, which is his body. Which is what? His body. His church is his body. His church is his body. It is not his bride. His church is his body. It's not his bride. We'll say it again. The church is his body. It is what and who he works through. Like me right now, do you understand that the spirit of God is working through my body? Do you understand the spirit of God is working through your body? But you're being taught that we are his bride. Oh, Lord, help me. Amen, coach. Amen. Somebody listening to me right now, your stomach's growling. Because you've always you staked your whole you staked everything on the fact that he he's brought, we're the bride of Christ you staked your whole and that's not it it's like a bride as a husband as as it's a it's a comparison as 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 here he said which is his which is his body and hath put all things under his feet and gave him the head over all things to the church which is doesn't say which is like his body. It says it is his body. Now, how do you marry yourself? 
Mr. Trump, come on in. Coach is a building, a body. A building's <laughs> a body, right? So whenever they're talking about the body of Christ, they must be talking about a big complex of buildings. Because 90% <laughs> of the money coming in, Coach, takes care of the church building. Amen. <laughs> 90%. 10% goes out to the mission field. Look at their look at their budgets. The building mm-hmm. is not a body coach. No. Are you ready for this one, Mark? I got this revelation. I got it from Watchman Nee. You guys ever hear Watchman Nee? In my father's house there are many mansions. Dudes. That's us. We're the mansions. We're the body of Christ. Amen. You're not going to go to heaven and have a big house. Come on. Why? Some of you are scratching your head now. Say, Coach must have been taking drugs this weekend. I I wasn't. I wasn't taking any drugs. Come on in, Roger. You can change it. You can change the subject if you want to. I'm just telling you the truth. Only the truth is going to set you free. The, the subject was we are not a democracy, okay? Yeah. We are a republic. In the continual pushing of the word democracy, there is a purpose for that. Mm, really? Because oh. a democracy moves to majority rule at no uh, protection of the minority. A Amen. republic, a republic, as far as what we are set up, protects the minority. So there is a push to let people be softened thinking we are a democracy because that means majority rules and that's a very dangerous place to be for anybody that's part of the minority views. Very dangerous place to be, Roger. Very Amen, right? Do you think they're just saying it by accident? You think they don't know the difference? Do you think they don't know not, it is not it is not by accident and this comes from people much smarter than me. It is not by accident that we continue to hear the word democracy, democracy. A democracy is easier to control. A republic is what we have, and it is a, a, a situation where minorities are protected. And I don't mean skin color. I mean political views. Amen. 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 Come on in, Paul. Then Mike. Yeah, Coach, the uh, Ohio Brett. Note in the network, the Christian Revolution. You started this a long time ago. Um, you mentioned something that was really important in the beginning about uh, you know doing our own things, doing our own podcast, getting our word out. And I started to do that in my mind. And I hope I can steal some of your information on here to use it on there. And if uh, he could put that uh, Carl, Charles Schwab thing in there, that is a profound statement from the devil. Amen, Paul. So here's what, again, this is not, folks, this is not criticism of anybody. So when we're at this event on Saturday and Friday and Saturday, they have, are you ready? It's no different than the church. When I go to a church conference, they have the experts up in front of us telling us what the gospel says. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? So I go to this conference and who do they have up in front of me? The people with the biggest podcasts, the most successful podcasts, the ones who have the most followers, the ones who are making the most money. I want to know the ones who are having the most impact. That's what I, that's what I want to know. 
not the ones that have a lot of followers. A lot of people who are going out and just repeating the same information over and over and over and over, stuff we already know. Who's having the most impact? Isn't that what you want? That's what I want, huh? So do I want to start having commercials here now? My pillow commercials and start doing all this stuff because uh, I've got to be successful. I've got, got to have more followers and I need more money. Uh, is, is that what? They actually told us how much money we should become should have coming in a month. Um, yeah, well, I mean, look, he's trying to help. But again, no common message. What's the common message? Well, the common message is save America. Well, we're not going to save America without the gospel. We're not going to save America without people getting involved. You with me? Golly. Yeah, it's so obvious to me. Stick man and syndrome. Stick men, they can't see it, man. They can't see it. Mike McKee, come on in. Hey, Coach, I really want to thank Roger for saying that because even people that I trust and listen to in the news media, they throw that word democracy around like that's what we are. We have never been a democracy. Franklin told a woman who asked her, what have you given us? He said, a republic, if you could keep it. Amen. If you can keep it, if you can keep it. Amen. Come on in, Jack. And therein lies the problem. We didn't keep it. We didn't pay attention because Jack Franklin was telling that woman that right behind him in the hall that he just came out of, they were already trying to subvert the Constitution. And just like when Trump, his inaugural speech, he said, okay, we did this. Now it's your turn. And we went back to sleep. Amen. We went back to sleep. Right? right. So listen, we saw back from the beginning, right? In 2017, they hated Trump at the very beginning. They hated him. Say what you want. They say, well, they're all on the same team. Dude, I just, I just can't believe it. Now look, look. I don't know if I trust Trump. But I don't think they're clearly not on the same team. They're clearly, they're clearly not on the same team, folks. The Republican Party. You know this, don't you? The Republican Party worked against MAGA. Do you understand that? That the Republican Party worked against the candidates that Donald Trump endorsed. You know that, don't you? Huh? Come on, tell me you know that. Because the the powers that be are on both sides of the aisle and both controlled by the same spirit, the same money, the same influencers, and uh if somebody is outside those guidelines, they can't let them in. That's why what's going on with Elon Musk and the exposing of everything that's going on behind the scenes at Twitter shows us the government media complex working together to do what? To tell you lies. Because it's not about truth. It's about power. Not about truth. It's about power. Betty, come on in and Clay. Good morning. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but Gates just applied for a patent to uh, control human beings. So he, he thinks that if he puts that patent in, he can put devices in us and do whatever he wants with us. And secondly, Fauci, Biden are right. You don't get COVID when you get that bio whip and you get blood clots, heart attacks and strokes that kill you. Oh, my goodness. Don't we ever. In fact, where is that? Where is that, coach? Where is it? Uh, bring up performers dying. Next to the last one. Pull it up and run that baby at 1.75 speed. Go ahead, Clay. Uh, sometimes the way I look at it is uh, Trump being on, on our team is kind of like Joel Osteen being on our team. <laughs> similar, yeah. similar, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, by the way, sometimes Joel Osteen helps us and sometimes he kills us, doesn't he? Huh? And I feel that way about Trump. Sometimes he helps us, sometimes he kills us. But it's obvious to me they don't want him in now. So, oh, coach, that's just a game. Really? You really believe that? Huh? You really believe that? Who tells you that? Okay, you sitting down? This is uh, about four minutes, I think. I'm going to do it at 1.5. Performers die. Hey, friends. I want you to think, get out of your head, shake your head because your eyes are stuck. Go back 10 years and tell me when you know, when you last heard of somebody dying in the midst of a performance, in the midst of a game, in the midst, what, whatever. So, so last time you, huh? Okay, he says it's 720. Okay, go ahead and play it. This is, hey, just, you don't have to read it all. Just follow it. Go. The iconic guitarist collapsed on stage about an hour into his show. Has collapsed while on concert. Reportedly collapsed on stage. He was taken to hospital after collapsing on stage while performing one of his most famous songs. He erected a makeshift curtain. He collapsed and stopped breathing as he performed to revive the singer, but ultimately could not. Fifty-three instances, three months. These people die on stage. Jackson's dead. Right on stage, Andres Panchos. Ben Valencia dies on stage. Lizzie Buckingham cancels a tour. Robert Gonzalo dies of a heart attack. Bill Baum, heart attack. David Machulaski dies from heart Coolio dies suddenly on stage. Jimmy Buffett hospitalized, postpones his concert. Edson Gomes collapses on stage. Post Malone collapses on stage. Melanie Mueller dies at 34 of a stroke. Those of you who are listening, it's just video or picture after picture of people who died or are sick. You can see it. Uh, Hospitalized with a stroke. Hmm. Cancels tour. Ongoing health issues. Mental health issues. Cancels during to health issues. Cancels mental health issues. Dies of unknown cause. Dies suddenly of unknown cause. Collapses on stage. Dies suddenly in swimming pool 32. Ongoing respiratory issues. Collapses on stage. Dies mental health issues. Dies on stage. Health reasons postpones tour. Dies from ALS. Oh, yeah. Bob Saget. <laughs> Earlier this year, Mental, 
Tom Jones collapses. What's new pussy cat? Santana collapses on stage. Nick Nimoff dies suddenly. Chris, I don't know these guys. Collapses on stage. Collapses and dies on stage. Daniel Brown, circulatory problems. Dion Dion can't even do any concerts anymore. Tim Ferrick died suddenly. Ramona Ayala collapses on stage. Taylor Hawkins dies suddenly. Nate Kiska, persistent pneumonia. Mike Cross dies. 57 years old. DJ Dimple is heart uh, hemorrhage. Oh, my goodness. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Meatloaf dies of unknown causes. Bad out of hell, I guess. Huh? Hey, Spencer, do me a favor. Pull up uh, Yuval Havari again. Pull him up there again. Let's hear one minute of him again. Because remember this, folks. Everything that you're getting, I'm telling you the truth. In most churches, on all the media, everywhere you go, it's always about power. You know what I saw this weekend? Here's what I saw this weekend when I went to this list of all the podcasters. I'm just going to give you human nature, all right? When I saw Michael Flynn, or I saw uh, the pillow man, or I saw, you know what the initial reaction in somebody's heart is? I want to go meet him because maybe he can help me. If I go talk to him, maybe I'll get to know him and he'll help me. Maybe he'll come on my podcast. Huh? Because anytime we see somebody else, we size them up on what they can do for us. I'm looking for players. I'm not looking for pillows. Here it is again. Yaval Harari telling us that it's not about truth. It's about power. Go ahead. Can hear it? Of human society. Truth was never the highest priority of human society. It was the highest priority of some individuals, but individuals never of truth. society as a whole, because society as a whole does not function on the basis of truth. And Stop it a minute. Stop it a minute. So then you know this. If they're not, their priority isn't truth, what the hell are they telling you? Boom. If their priority isn't truth, what are they telling them? I'm going to tell you this. You come here, my priority is truth. My priority is truth. And if you don't want to have the truth, it don't matter how many pillows I'm selling. Go ahead. Keep going. Two of the most powerful institutions of, of, of humankind. Let's think about science and the scientific community. And let's think about religion and churches and so forth. I think that none of them has truth as their chief value. As individuals, yes. But as institutions, no. I think the okay, chief value... Right there. there you go. He just told us. He's the guy leading the new world order, and he already told us that it isn't about the truth. It's about power and control. So what is COVID about? Is it about the truth? They want to help you get healthy? No, no. Power and control. Power and 
and control. Power, wear a mask, wear a mask. Why does the church comply and wear a mask? Because they also understand power and control, and they don't want the government to come in and take away their power, so they comply. Because it's not about truth, it's about power and control. Only the truth makes you free, and only lies lock you in bondage. Amen. Boom.